Welcome to 15 Minute Freelancer, your snack-sized guide to being your own boss and building a business and life you love. I'm your host, Louise Shanahan. My LinkedIn bio says I'm a freelance health copywriter, but for the next 15 minutes, I'll be tickling your ears with practical strategies, behind-the-scenes stories, and nuggets of wisdom so you can create a freelance business that works for you. Whether you're just starting out or you've been self-employed for a while, I'll be right here with you to help you navigate the ups and downs of freelancing life. So grab a coffee, relax, and join me for 15 minutes of freelancing fun. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Hello friends, how are you today? I've got a little fun one for you today. I think the last few weeks have just felt so relentlessly relentless. I don't know if it's because there's just one depressing story after another on the news or I've spent too much time going down bleak rabbit holes on Twitter. I don't know. Maybe I just need a holiday. But I thought rather than getting all tactical today, I would do something a bit more fun. And maybe there will be some tactics in it too. Who knows? So... In self-help and personal development circles, there's a well-known book that you might have heard of by Dr. Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages. It's a book about relationships. Bear with me, this will get to freelancing in a minute. (laughs) So the idea is that there are different ways of expressing love for the people in your life and everyone has a preferred way of showing or wanting to be shown love and appreciation. And when you understand that, relationships are generally a whole lot easier. Or that's the theory anyway. There are five love languages in the book, as suggested by the title. The first is words of affirmation, which would simply involve telling the person how you feel about them, or praising them or complimenting them. Then there's acts of service, which would be when someone shows they love someone by doing things for them, like cooking dinner or taking their car to be fixed without being asked, whatever it is. It's an act of service, doing something for them. Next, there's receiving gifts which I think is pretty self-explanatory. Same for quality time and finally, physical touch. Anyway, why am I telling you this? I figured the love languages framework applies in all relationships, you know, with our friends and family as well, and maybe as freelancers too. So today I'm thinking about what the five freelancer love languages might be. This is not scientific in any way whatsoever, but maybe it will give you some food for thought on how you like to feel appreciated by your clients and how you like to express your appreciation for them. And maybe we'll get some ideas of things that you might want to tweak in your processes to create the best possible working relationships so you can thrive as a freelancer. I'm not going to stick to the freelancer-client relationship angle either. Let's just see what themes and ideas pop up for each one. Okay, so freelancer love language number one. Words of affirmation. Well, clearly this has to be testimonials, right? Do you have a process for collecting testimonials after each project? Do you save them somewhere to look at when you need a little pep talk? On the episode I did with Sarah Townsend, she talks about having a boost bank or a smile file, which is a file where you save all the nice things your clients or peers say about you. So that could be feedback in an email, it could be social media messages, anything really. Because as freelancers, when we work alone, we don't always get the positive feedback or shout outs or pats on the back that you would get if you worked in a team. And some people won't feel the need for this at all. Uh, They'll just kind of crack on. They don't need the feedback. But others miss having these compliments and maybe feel disheartened when they don't get much positive feedback. So if words of affirmation is your love language, in inverted commas, this might be something to make sure you factor in. So making sure you ask for testimonials, considering how you can work with more of the kind of clients who also are inclined to want to engage a lot throughout a project, and have lots of conversations and have more of a friendly working relationship. 
maybe you join a freelancer Slack group or a Discord channel so you have some buddies to cheer you on. And of course, starting to build that smile file. And if you think of it in terms of how your clients or team members might want to receive this, if words of affirmation is their love language, maybe think about how you can drop them a wee note with some positive feedback now and then. I want to give a shout out to Steve Folland of Being Freelance, who does this every week in the Being Freelance Facebook group with a non-employee of the week award, which is such a lovely way to give people a little bit of affirmation that they wouldn't otherwise get when they're working alone. Another one might be simply telling folk when you like something they created. Everybody likes that. And don't forget to give yourself some words of affirmation too. Give yourself a pat on the back for all your hard work and achievements too. (laughs) Okay, freelancer love language number two, acts of service. So usually it's us that's delivering the service for clients. So I'll focus on this from the giving perspective. This is probably one of mine, to be honest, hence doing this podcast every week. (laughs) It's my gift to you. (laughs) But seriously, I really enjoy providing a high level of customer service for clients, you know, always being very clear about what the process is going to be, making sure they know what's happening, always checking in with progress updates, sending little postcards, making little videos, all that kind of stuff, just really making sure that they feel taken care of throughout the project. And honestly, I've been really busy lately and not able to do all of this to the that I would usually like to, which really stresses me out, even though probably no one else notices. (laughs) But if this is a love language for you and you pride yourself in delivering a really outstanding service, maybe you can think about other ways you can take that up a notch and really take care of your clients. Uh, So really lean into that love language. In the reverse, as the recipient, Maybe think about what you need other people to do, what acts of service you need from them in order for you to thrive and do your best work. So do you need people to communicate in a certain way, send documents in a certain format, pay invoices in a certain way? If you're clear about what these things are in your contracts and in those early projects, set up meetings and onboarding emails, hopefully people will act in a way that serves the project and allows you to do your best work. Freelancer love language number three. Receiving gifts. This one has to be getting paid on time, right? Who doesn't love that? How do we set up our systems to make sure that happens though? I think I've talked before about getting deposits up front, um, the whole amount if you can, or at least 50% if you can. Maybe you offer a small discount for people who pay 100% up front. If prepayment isn't possible, make sure you have clear instructions in your contract about when invoices are to be paid and send regular reminders. You can do all of this automatically through accounting software like FreeAgent or FreshBooks. There are loads of options there. Or you could have your VA do it. And the easier you make it for clients to pay, the more likely they are to do so. So that might mean offering different payment methods or if they're a big company, finding out if they only process payments once a month. So you can make sure your invoices are in just in time for that. Now, this might be actual gift too. I have to say when I'm on the client side of things, and I receive a surprise gift in the post. I love it. Or when you've referred another freelancer for a project and they send you biscuits in the post. I love that. I'm all about the gifts. So yeah, that's another idea to consider. It could also just be sharing other people's work, sharing their latest blog post or their YouTube videos or podcasts. Hint, hint. (laughs) Freelancer love language number four, quality time. I have a few ideas for this one, actually. Maybe this one is about having detailed conversations with clients to kick off projects. So some of you may be more than happy with just having a few emails back and forth with clients and then getting stuck into the work. 
Others might like to spend a bit more face-to-face time on calls or even in real life. If this is something that you enjoy or you work with clients who appreciate this quality time, then that's something to highlight in your onboarding bump and website. Equally, if it's something that you don't want to do or you don't need, make sure that's clear too, that you prefer to engage by email or you charge X amount for in-person meetings or whatever. This also might be about having enough time to do a quality job. No one likes to feel rushed. Sometimes it's not possible, but building in some buffer time to your projects means you'll be able to take your time, allow your creative juices to flow and not panic if something else that's urgent pops up or if you get sick, you can still do your best work. And again, if you think of this in terms of being the client or if it's a teammate's love language, maybe you'll make sure that you give them enough time to complete their tasks too. Another one might be scheduling time with other freelancers to connect and catch up, go for a walk, have a coffee, etc. So that's more of the kind of traditional conception of what quality time is. Or you might think about making sure you have quality time for other parts of your business, the marketing, finance, strategy, all that non-client facing stuff. And finally, freelancer love language number five, physical touch. Okay, so this is not going to go where you think it is, because that would be extremely inappropriate, of course. (laughs) Don't touch your clients. (laughs) But maybe we can interpret this one slightly more broadly, picking up on the physical aspect, and maybe this could be about your physical well-being. Are you making time to exercise? Are you sleeping enough? Eating well? All of that. Personally, I'm someone who needs to exercise every day to feel like I have enough energy to work. And when I get really busy and I've overbooked myself, this is often one thing that gets chopped out of my day and I really notice. My energy and creativity and motivation starts to slip. And especially when you work from home, as many people have discovered over the last 18 months or so, you end up moving less during the day. So it's important to make the effort to get up and about. So are you moving enough? Are you resting enough? What about booking a massage for a treat when you've finished a big project? What could physical touch as a love language mean in your business. So those are the five freelancer love languages. I hope you enjoyed that. Just a silly one for a change. But I think and I hope that there are some useful points in there that might give you some ideas for how to set your business up to allow you to thrive and do your best work and build great relationships with your clients so you love what you do. As always, if you enjoyed this, please take seven seconds to leave a review, subscribe, share it with a friend, whatever your podcast listening love language is. (laughs) And if you want to leave me a message, remember you can go to memo.fm forward slash 15. There won't be a podcast next week or the week after. I shall be on leave. I will miss you very much and I hope you miss me too. But don't worry, be back in September with some amazing guests and more episodes for you. So I shall see you then. Thanks for listening. Bye. You've been listening to 15 Minute Freelancer with me, Louise Shanahan, freelance health copywriter and content marketer at thecopyprescription.com. If you enjoyed this, please hit subscribe, leave a review or share it with a freelance friend. And if you've got a freelancing question you want answered on the podcast, find me and say hi on Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram. Thanks and until next time, happy freelancing!